Hello, and welcome to the Interrobang Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Simon. Thank you for being with me today, and thanks for listening. Before we talk to our special guest, let's quickly go and talk about some of the news you may have missed this week. Fanshawe College has appointed Joseph Panzano as the first director of equity, diversity, and inclusion in the school's history. But what exactly does that mean? An equity-diversing community is defined as a group of people that identify barriers to equal access, opportunities, and resources due to disadvantage and discrimination, and actively seek social justice and reparation. According to Fanshawe's president, Peter Devlin, some of the things Pisano excels at include crafting and advancing strategic EDI plans, EDI advice to senior leadership, identifying biases and barriers with complex policies and systems, establishing pathways to EDI excellence, and involving all equity-diversing communities. Pisano stated that the enthusiasm and excitement on campus for EDI work has him anxious to get started. And Ontario Liberal leader Stephen Del Duca announced during the Liberals' annual general meeting that the party will launch a pilot project to investigate the potential of a four-day work week if elected next year. But is this possible in our society? According to Del Duca, the work-life balance changed amid the pandemic, and although he's not sure if a four-day work week will work in Ontario, it is an idea that should be studied and explored. The idea is not totally new to Canadians. Towns and individual companies across the country have been testing the system, and in most cases, the result is quite exciting. Back in 2020, the municipality of Guysborough in Nova Scotia started trialing the four-day work week for employees in the town. They were allowed to take either Monday or Friday off of every week. In April of 2021, after nine months of the trial, the project was adopted as a policy. The impact of such a system is not only on people's lives, but also potentially on the environment, as a four-day work week can result in a smaller carbon footprint. Shortening the work week means that workers don't need to commute as much, and large workspaces can be used only four days a week, resulting in a lower energy cost and a reduction of carbon dioxide emission. The pilot project depends, of course, on the result of next year's election, since the Liberal Party is the only one so far to suggest something on this scale. However, making empty promises that sound good is a common habit among politicians. But it is undeniable that times are changing, and that these changes will inevitably affect our way of life for better or for worse. And musician and Fanshawe student Asante is coming out with a new EP in the coming months. The second-year music industry art student recently attended the Canadian Songwriters Challenge, which he said was life-changing. Asante also worked with some of Fanshawe's alumni and students, some on his EP and some recently for other projects. Jake Hexford, Alec Emrich, and RCR, to name a few. When he works with new people, he likes them to be comfortable with making mistakes alongside him. Asante said he is very grateful for all the support he has received in London and is grateful for the people who are by his side constantly supporting him. Now, I think it's time to introduce you to this week's guest. Today is a very special episode that has to do with the poppy. While Remembrance Day is over, the seed paper poppies made by Fanshawe School of Design students will now get to fulfill their purpose of being planted to grow these symbols of hope come spring. I'm joined with a few guests today. First is Darlene O'Neill, a director here at Fanshawe College, and the two of us sit down to give you a brief overview of the Poppy Project. So let's give a warm welcome to Darlene O'Neill. Hi, Amy. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for scheduling me in and allowing me to ask you a few questions here. Oh, no problem at all. <laughs> so I guess just to start off, maybe could you give us a brief overview of the Poppy Project? What can you tell us about this whole thing? Sure. So the Poppy Project is actually the brainchild of a, a professor in the School of Design, Wendy Sperry, who I'm sure, who I think you'll be talking to later. And um, so Wendy teaches a sustainable sustainability class, 
And she wanted to do something with her students to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the poppy. So what they've done is they've created a poppy like I have on that is infused with poppy seeds. So it's a paper poppy uh, infused with seeds. And after Remembrance Day, we take the poppy off and we plant it in our garden as a symbol of hope. So these poppies are being made in 30 schools, Thames Valley School Board, as well as the Montessori School, as well as by our students here at Fanshawe. It's a partnership with the Legion and 106 residents of Parkwood, which is the Veterans Hospital here in London, are going to receive a poppy themselves and some kits uh, so that they can make their own as well. So after Remembrance Day, their poppies will be planted in their poppy garden that they have at Parkwood. Um, So it's really just a beautiful project around sustainability, around commemorating our veterans, around the work of our students, the innovation of our college. And I think that the fact that it's involving young students in schools and students in college, recognizing service of veterans really links well with the Military Connected College Initiative. It shows our veterans that we're still planting the seeds of hope in our young people and that they're still commemorating all of the service that our vets have given to us. Absolutely. And kind of going off of that, talking about students and uh, primarily, sorry, the students at Fanshawe who are kind of all involved in making this happen. So how has that experience kind of been for them or or what's the, what are they in charge of doing? Oh gosh. Um, So I think Wendy uh, had two co-op students with her over the summer and they started um, the practice of infusing the paper with the seeds. So students are doing that. Sustainability design students are creating paper. They're actually infusing all the paper with the seeds. A graphic design graduate has created the package that the kits are in for the students at schools. I think our fine arts students are involved. There's a wonderful, beautiful display in the Siskins Gallery right now until I think the 5th of November. And uh, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful effort with students across um, the college. Absolutely. And, and moving from, you know, the college side and, and what we're doing down to younger students. And, and I know you mentioned the Thames Valley District School Board. I know they're involved with this project, but also the, I believe it was the Royal Canadian Legion as well. So I guess my question yeah. is really, what are they doing for, for this project? If we can dive more into their role. Yeah, sure. So um, the Thames Valley School Board and the Montessori School here in London, those children are all creating their own poppies for, um, for Remembrance Day. And all the poppies that are created will be available for donations, just like you see in the grocery store where the Legion has poppies and you give a, a loony or $10 or $20, whatever you want. But the whole thing is, you know, young students, it's to instill in them the history of the poppy, the reason why we wear a poppy, the poem, of course, the famous poem in Flanders Fields, and just to help them recognize that they live in a wonderful country as a result of the service of people that are serving currently and that have served before them. So I think it's a really good lesson of the future meeting the past. That's kind of tying to to my next question I have for you as well. And as we celebrate the 100th anniversary of the poppy in Canada as as the symbol of remembrance, how, I guess more as an, uh, an opinionated question or a personal question for you, how will this project continue to be 
that have that meaningful aspect within our society? How is this idea of sustainable poppies going to to live on throughout our community? In a way? Well, I know that Wendy, the, the professor that is leading the project, she actually um, has worked with the Royal Canadian Legion to get the endorsement. Um, you cannot replicate the poppy without their um, support and their endorsement. So she's received endorsement from the Legion. So as a military connected college, as well as an innovative uh, college, we will work with the Legion to try to find, I'm hoping, a paper manufacturer to infuse the paper with poppy seeds. And maybe we can spread this throughout Ontario and then throughout Canada in the coming years. It's a really meaningful project. And I think, you know, the fact that you you take off your poppy and you plant it and it grows poppies is just so beautiful. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I guess that kind of goes to my final question here, wrapping everything we've talked about already. Is there just anything else that you'd like to add or mention about this project that we haven't talked about already? Well, um, there's something else, yes, um, that I would like to add, Amy, and it's it's more related to uh, the Poppies Remembrance Day. There is a service at Fanshawe on November 11th. Having said that, last year we launched being a military-connected college, and we partnered with Terry Kelly in Operation of Pittance of Time, which is promoting that individuals, if you can't go to a service or if you don't have two minutes, you're just really busy to be reflective, then take, you know, 30 seconds, take 10 seconds, take whatever you can, just to give a little bit of gratitude for living in this wonderful country that we live in. And I do have, I do have links to a couple of videos of him promoting that project. And we're the first college in Canada to work with him to promote the project across the country. So we're really excited about that. That's incredible. Darlene, thank you so, so much for for taking this time out of your day as well and talking with me. Okay, great job, Amy. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was so nice to talk with you. (laughs) Anytime. You're welcome. Bye, Amy. And going back to what Darlene said, I think it is time that we go and speak to Wendy Sperry, the professor and leader behind this poppy project. So for more of an immersive segment, I went down to the seed paper poppy display and the design programs gallery at Fanshawe to speak with Wendy. I was also able to ask one of her co-op students that helped her design this environmentally friendly poppy a few questions. But for now, let's go speak with Wendy Sperry. Thank you so much, first of all, for scheduling all of this. And thank you for for the attention. It's wonderful. It's amazing. I guess my first question, um, really just talking about the history of the poppy, if you know any. I was talking with Kate earlier, and she said you guys had a beautiful conversation about how the poppy originated as, as Canada's symbol of remembrance. So I guess my question is really, how did it originate and, and why is it so significant for Canada? Okay, so one of the things about the poppy is that the seed that will lie dormant in the soil for a long time. And so what happened was in the First World War when, the, when Flanders Field was bombarded and it uprooted the poppy seeds. That's their weed really, right? They grow in the ground. And because of the artillery, and and the all the carnage um, it made the soil sweet so perfect for the poppy and that's why it blooms so beautifully and beautifully red and that's what inspired John McRae who was a Canadian surgeon from Guelph a very accomplished surgeon he's the one that wrote in Flanders Fields and that's what really inspired Madame Guerin from France to take the poppy and to wear it as a symbol of hope and remembrance so she had a charity organization 
that helped orphans and widows of the war. That was what inspired her. So she was making them out of fabric and she launched that a hundred years ago. So this is the hundredth year anniversary. So it's connected, it's connected to John McRae, who's Canadian. And Canada was one of the first countries that took on the poppy to wear it. And they, the Legion accepted it as their symbol and they bought quite a few from Madame Gurin, but they also started to make them themselves for the veterans. So the veterans, it was an employable, health employability for the veterans who were having trouble when they came back from the war. That's that's amazing. And I guess going more into what you've done here, what inspired you to create these sustainable poppies? So I teach a course in design and sustainability. And as I was developing that course, it was kind of like, what is something that's so meaningful to us that we've, it's worth really looking into how to make it more sustainable. So I thought the poppy, that's a beautiful symbol. And how can we make that more sustainable? And I thought, wouldn't it be wonderful if we could make it out of seed paper? And then we also thought it would be really great if we could um, make it an educational initiative. So little kids, little kids and bigger kids could make the poppies, right? And, the, and that experiential learning would help them be more engaged in, in learning about the poppy and the history of the poppy and what it means. Hannah Choi is one of the co-op students that worked alongside Wendy over the summer and is an international student from South Korea. Let's find out how this overall experience was for her. Yeah, um, yeah I, I was interested in sustainable things from Wendy's class. Yeah, and while summer vacation, Wendy sent an email who's gonna volunteer to attend this puppy project. And me, yeah, I'm really happy to hear that and especially because of Wendy, I like her, her like teaching. Yeah, that's why I just attended and dream process. We tried a lot of papers. Yeah, how to use this, yeah, a seed paper. Yeah, and we tried like 100 times. And finally, we got a formula how to make seed paper with psyllium powder. Yeah, it was amazing experience I have ever in Canada. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And is there anything else you'd like to add about that well, process? The one, thing, well, the one thing I'd just like to say is what was really amazing is that we, re uh, we reached out to the community and said, you know, could you help us, right? So uh, the Ontario Seed Foundation donated the seeds, which was huge. Then we had Visalium by donated to us by La Plaza Superstore on Gamage in Oxford. We had um, stamps donated to us in our pack for our packaging from Sterling Marketing Products. And then Innovation Village and the Military Connected College and the Design School all helped us financially put the packages together. And the package was designed by a graduate from Fanshawe. And so it's all ties in really beautifully, right? But the community support, oh, and I also, um, the London Community Foundation, they um, gave us $5,000 towards a project. So th there's three, found three um, foundations that did that, Westminster College, Lawson, and London Community. So we've got all kinds of support. And then it's just been received so beautifully. And, and really lovely feedback from the schools and the children 
really loving to make them. So it's been a very, very positive experience. Absolutely. And, and that kind of goes to one of my last questions, talking about the future and how this project will, will keep on just uplifting and, and affecting our community in such a positive way. So I guess how will these poppies, from, from your perspective, kind of live on in that sense throughout our, our society? Well, hopefully, everything, everyone that plants their poppies, it will bloom in the spring and remind them. And it will, it's a perennial, so it will continue to blossom and blossom and blossom, which will be beautiful. And I hope that next year this becomes a provincial project and then maybe the following year a national project. Amazing. And is there anything else you guys would like to add? I, I just love to, for my last questions, every time I do this is <laughs> well, give you the you floor. Know what? And this is one statement. That I hope people who work on this project have been inspired with a fresh appreciation for the poppy and its history and made the Sea Paper Poppy Project spread hope and help us remember and honor the men and women who passed and made such a great, and from the past made such great sacrifice. Oh, and talking about your experience too and adding, is there anything else you'd like to add about how this has been for you? And Yeah, uh, yeah this is first year we've made it and I hope uh, next year and over the years, Canadian and foreigners use this sustainable puppy and yeah, after Remembrance Day, yeah, just boom, 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 <laughs> I hope. Thank you. <laughs> but before we say our goodbyes, there is one more person I would like to speak to. Maxine Stribos is the military-connected student ambassador here at Fanshawe College, and we go to her now on how the Poppy Project has affected not only those within the program, but her as a veteran. Well, this year is the 100th year of the Poppy, which is obviously very important to the Legion and to all veterans. And as a veteran myself, I can say that this project is beautiful. Uh, it's really amazing that PHI has taken these steps to become a military connected campus and has continued to grow those initiatives throughout the college and it's incredible that a design school has gone this far to making such a beautiful display and um, keep in mind an environmentally friendly alternative to the poppy this year. Thank you to Darlene O'Neill, Wendy Sperry, Hannah Choi, and Maxine Stribos for being a part of this week's episode. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Interabang Podcast. You can catch up with every episode on Google Play, Apple Music, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe to our newsletter to keep up with all things Fanshawe.